0: My next guest is a professional rock star, singer, songwriter, and a confidence coach. She teaches those who are wanting to live their dreams how to be self-empowered and unapologetically themselves from a foundation of love. Please welcome Daisy Abercorn. Hi Daisy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so excited for you to be here. Thank you, Anna. I'm so excited to be here too. Yay! Let's do this. So, I know like we've been in the same mastermind. That's where I know you from. I know you're an amazing coach. You are up to amazing things right now in your life. So, I want <laughs> you to tell me more about what's going on. Like pr- like just introduce yourself to the audience.
1: Yeah, okay. So my name is Daisy Abercorn. Um, I am a professional rock star. I'm a singer-songwriter and I am a confidence coach. So I help people um, build their confidence, build their self-empowerment from a foundation of self-love. And I use my experience of learning how to come up as a rock star in um, in my world, in my music world, to kind of Use that experience to to guide people how to just build their confidence so that they can go their dreams.
0: Oh, I love that! This is so inspiring, and I just love the fact that you know you quit your job to go in your band, and then you're like, "I'm a rock star! I'm gonna be a coach too! I'm gonna do this!" Like, you're just so inspirational. So, where does the where does this all come from? Like, you taking so much action, just taking the leaps and doing the things.
1: Oh man, that's that's a a good question. I ask myself that a lot. Um, I'm a very driven person and it's interesting because it's not something that I, that's not a word I would have used to describe myself previously um, because I wasn't really confident in myself. And it's taken me a lot of inner work and um, a few years to kind of get to the point that I'm comfortable owning who I am. And now that I know myself and own myself and show up unapologetically me, I just like have no shame in like putting myself out there trying something new. And the more I do it, like it just gives me more energy, right? Because mm. I'll be like, oh, that didn't work. that, Or that did work. Like, awesome. Let's go with it. Or like, oh, that didn't work. Let's try again. Like for me, there's no wrong answer. It's all about experimenting mm. and, you know, just like having fun with it because like, Life gets to be fun, like so. Make it fun, like, have fun with it, try different things, don't take it too seriously. You know, yeah. like, enjoy
0: it. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I always try to have more fun in my life too, because I feel like her energy reflects that in her work as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like, the more you do the things that you love,
0: the more fun you have, you know, in all honesty. Yes, absolutely. So I've never met a strong leader with an easy past. What would you say is your biggest insight when you're looking back at your childhood and how you grew up?
1: Oh, my gosh. So I, I can understand that statement. I definitely don't have um, a fun story about my childhood. It was, it was, I had a really rough childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of really crazy things happen in my life, a lot of trauma. Um, well into my early adulthood, you know, Mm -hmm. it honestly has only been in the last, I'm 27 now. It's only been in the last four years that I've kind of been able to work through some of, um, the things that I went through and Mm -hmm. heal. Um, but like coming up the way that I grew up. So I am, um, the second oldest child of 15 children. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yes. And I spent the majority of my childhood, you know, raising children, taking care of children um, and spending a lot of time in um, mom mode. So I didn't really have the chance to experience being a child.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I did a lot of the I was very responsible. I was I was focused on being a good girl and, and being a good helper and, and taking care of like I remember I remember being like seven years old my twin sisters were born like middle of the night, holding one in each arm, feeding them a bottle. Like I remember being five and pushing up a chair against the stove and cooking macaroni and cheese for my brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Like from a very young age, I have been taking care of other people and and responsible for other people. And as I've gotten older, I, you know, recognize I didn't really get a chance to experience being a kid. And I think that that's kind of one reason that I'm like I'm a rock star because <laughs> I like I wanted that's what I wanted to do as a kid, but didn't have the opportunity to really do a lot of it. And so now I'm like, let's have fun. I didn't do that before. I've been serious. I've taken life too seriously. I've I've done all the responsible things. Like <laughs> I want to go have
2: fun.
0: Now. Oh my gosh, this explains a lot. Like I love this. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Oh man. So what would you say, um, is your greatest accomplishment, um, business wise? So I know you've like, uh, been like in the confidence niche, but now you're really like stepping into, I want to like coach others in their rockstar, um, band and music as well. So can you explain to me more about that? Yeah. So,
1: um, when, before COVID hit, I was really, my band was my life, mm-hmm. right? And um, I've been wanting to be on stages singing my original songs for a very, very long time. And then um, I had kind of just in the couple last couple years really put together a band that was able to bring forth the productions that I wanted to put on on stages. And even though we were still just a very small band getting started we were making really, really big waves in our area. And when COVID hit, um, all of my shows got canceled. I had shows booked for the entire summer, well into even 2021. All of them got canceled. And it was a huge blow to me because I had spent the last two years of my life building and building and building just a foundation to get to the point that i was getting asked to play shows all over you know Mm -hmm. like that was something that i spent a long time so my greatest accomplishment in business definitely was um the last show we did was our ep release show so we released an album and i threw this huge production i did like our costume change (laughs) in the middle of it like i own that stage like you know i had a lot of fun putting together this huge production. It was my most successful show financially and like turnout wise. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing it and was looking forward to continuing to do more and more of that. And then after COVID hit and my shows got canceled, I spent about a month being sad and and depressed and, and, and unsure of what to do. Um, and then things in my life started to shift and started to change. Um, I started really understanding that my marriage was not in a great place. I knew that my band was really starting to fall apart because the other members had their own lives to deal with. And I was just kind of at this point where I felt like my life was falling apart. Mm -hmm. And I've been there before. I've been in a place before four years ago when my life fell apart. Um, My mother passed away. Mm -hmm. So when she died, it, it, completely changed the way that I went about my life because it gave me this sense of oh I could be gone at any moment right Mm -hmm. so that kind of led me into following my own dreams and then when when all this kind of started crumbling I remembered where I was four years ago and I had felt hopeless for a long time and I worked really really hard to get from where I was to where I am now to understand that like life continues to move on and it doesn't have to be hopeless and I just remembered like it's not hopeless so I was like what else do I want to do with my life Mm -hmm. and what it came down to was the reason I started doing music is I wanted to connect with people I really Mm. truly just wanted to help people and connect with people and 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 when I say connect I mean let's let's dive deep I don't want the small talk like I don't want the surface level shit. Let's go deep. Let's talk about what's bothering you. Like, what are you? What's hurting you? And how can we heal from it? And how can we move on? And that's why I write songs to to connect mm-hmm. um people to their emotions. That's what music is, right? It's helping people connect to a memory and emotion, um, and so we can experience that together and move on. And so I was like, how can I do this in another form? Right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of, at the same time, like I've been following, um, Stephanie XO Gingy on Instagram forever. (laughs) I just kind of was like, this is the right time. And I hired her and it gave me this sense of, I didn't know coaching was a thing. Like I had no idea mindset coaching was a thing or Mm -hmm. business coaching was a thing. Like I had no idea this world existed. And then I hired Stephanie for confidence to cash. Mm Um, and it just kind of took me to another level of like this is how I can help people. I can really help people learn how to connect to themselves, to learn to show up for themselves because I did that work, right? Yeah. I know how to show up the way I want to show up. I know how to be a rock star, even though you know, I only started that three years ago, right? Like mm. that wasn't something that like I've been doing my entire life. Like I didn't step on an open mic stage until, just under four years ago, was the first time I ever did a live performance solo. So I, I, I've done a lot of that work. And this was when I was like, okay, yes, I can help people connect to confidence, uh, help people connect to themselves, help people connect to the uh, the best version of them, right? Mm-hmm. The person that they really, truly want aspire to be in their life. I've done that work. I'm still daily doing that work. And I, I want to help other people do this work too, because it it's made me such a happy, fulfilled person. Um, And I want other people to have that same kind of feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. And then just recently I've been like, you know, I I know a lot of women resonate with me, but I get a lot of men that resonate with me too. I have a lot of, of um, both women and men, the men that tend to resonate with me are musicians. And so I've kind of gotten to this point where I'm like, I really want to help other um, aspiring artists and performers or, you know, someone who is writing a book, someone who like has some sort of content or art that they have created who is scared to put themselves out there because I've been that person and I want to help them specifically live up to their potential by building their confidence, building their self-worth, building their empowerment and building their self-love. So I'm, I'm... I'm down to help anybody <laughs> live.
2: Their dreams.
1: But specifically, I, I have this, this call to artists, because I know how hard it can be to like, market yourself and be like, Hey, <laughs> look mm-hmm. at me, you know, <laughs> like go from that, like, who, are, who am I to, to step onto a stage and say, this is mine, you know, yeah. but the truth is, the stage is big enough for
0: everybody, mm-hmm. you get your time, and then you step off and the next person goes up. And that's beautiful. I love this. Oh my gosh. So what would you say to someone who is like in the thick of it right now and they feel helpless and they don't know what to do. They feel stuck. Like, what would you say to them?
1: When I was the most hopeless in my life, the only thing that kept me going was to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like there was no um giving up, right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter how small I showed up. 4 years ago, I was in a place where I couldn't get out of bed. Every day I was in bed. I was depressed, anxious, I suffer from PTSD. I literally struggled because depression, if you've ever had depression, you know um that it's like a physical weight on your body mm-hmm. and it's really hard to get up and move. It's really hard to to do anything. So four years ago, when I recognized that this was a problem, I started going to therapy, I literally my goal every day was to move from my bed to my couch. That was it. To me, that was a success story. That was doing something, doing anything besides laying in my bed all day. even if I just went from the bed to the couch, that was something mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and building off of that foundation of just trying and trying and trying and like my goal i think was to be out of bed by like 10 or 11 a.m. so i like gave myself like a, a time limit to try and like just just move to the couch some days i didn't move until 4 p.m. right uh-huh. but i would still like make it a priority to just to try to keep trying to keep going to just keep putting the effort in and it's hard and it's difficult but if you keep doing it, it becomes less difficult. It becomes a habit. it becomes something you embody, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you know, three weeks into it, I'm on the couch every day. Then I started um, cleaning my house. I did one task daily. okay, get out of bed by 10 a.m, move to the couch, and then by 4 p.m clean one thing that day. And that's that's literally just where I started, was this foundation of like, what can I do every single day? That kind of builds a foundation for me to show up in my life. And it started so small. And that, you know, keep going and start small. You don't have to go all in like right at the beginning. If it's hard for you, that's okay. Start with something you can deal with every single day and just focus on doing that thing. You don't have to be everything on day one. You get to start at the beginning and you get to go live your journey but you have to start. Right.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. And this also applies to business. You know, it's like the same thing. Just start small, do the steps every single day and you'll get there. Like, right. (laughs) And I also remember you talking about living um, with intentionality. Um, Yeah. And really you are also an intuitive person, I feel like. So (laughs) can you talk more about that? Absolutely.
1: Um, again, through coaching, I've kind of been able to put terms to um, things that I've kind of always known or always done without really understanding what it was. And through coaching, I've kind of been like, oh, <laughs> that's a word for what I'm doing. Um, I have always been a pretty intuitive person. I, I, I like to learn. And for me, um, there was a point, you know, four years ago where it was it was kind of a Either I'm going all in with this life or I'm not going to be here anymore. It's one or the other. I I was very unhappy. I had really tried to follow the quote unquote rules. I tried to fit myself into a box. I checked off all the boxes. I did everything I was supposed to do and it left me suicidal. So I was just like, okay, this is working for me. And I know, I know that it makes me look like the crazy person in the room, but I can't live like this. I can't do this. This isn't for me. And so I just started being like, what is for me? Mm -hmm. What is something I really want to do? And how can I make that happen? Because if I'm going to be here, if this is going to be my life, I'm going to choose it. I'm going to choose how to show up. I'm going to choose what I'm doing. I'm going to choose how to spend my time. Fuck everyone else. This is, this is me. And I, I, I just decided that music was something I wanted to do. Um, And a couple months after that, I went to my first open mic, right? Like Mm -hmm. it took took a couple months and it was just this feeling of like, I always wanted to try. From the time that I was a little girl, I'd always wanted to try Mm -hmm. being a rock star, just try it. (laughs) And it felt so good and it felt so right to me. And that's when I was like, I have to do what feels good to me. And intuitively Mm -hmm. I started, putting things in place to build up my band to build up my music i was doing marketing before i knew i was marketing i was advertising myself before i knew that that's what i was doing i was booking shows before i knew how to book shows like i didn't (laughs) know what i was doing but i was like this seems like i i know that i want to play at this venue i'm just going to message this person Mm -hmm. like and going on like see what's happening and, and just start messy as stuff would say, start messy, right? Like, yeah. um, and just jumped in. And then once I got involved in coaching and I realized that like my life was kind of starting to fall apart, I decided to get really intentional about things. So before it was just like, what feels good? La da da. Like I was really <laughs> nice. I was so like, I was, like, <laughs> frolicking through a field of flowers. Like I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> but I was having fun. So I didn't care. And then, you know, after this this year, I was just like, you know what, this has been fun, this has been great, I've learned a lot. What happens if I kind of like do it on purpose, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like what will change me if I go from just, just doing it from what I feel to like actually paying attention to it and actually like trying, you know? Mm. What happens then? And in the last seven months, I feel like I've lived a million lifetimes.
0: Oh my gosh. I feel the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is crazy. Oh my gosh. I love this. I love this conversation. This is so good. Um, Thank you. What would you say, like, what does being a powerful leader mean to you?
1: What does being a powerful leader mean to me? Hmm. I think there's a couple things. First and foremost, I think it means being yourself unapologetically, yes. like be you and don't be afraid to be you. People respect the hell out of those that are just themselves, right? Mm-hmm. People respect that. They also don't want to be the one to do it, right? Because it, it feels scary. But for me, that's where the most freedom has been. And it's when you have the freedom to be yourself and the control of your life to be like, this is who I'm to decide, like, this is who I'm going to be, that you show up really powerfully just because you're being you. I believe mm-hmm. that every single person, if they did more of what lit them up inside, the world would be a better place because we would all be doing the things that called or were called to do. Mm-hmm. And that would fulfill the needs of the world really that's that's my belief right (laughs) and i think the other thing is too you have to like love yourself you really have to love yourself because when you can love yourself and understand yourself and accept yourself you can really love and understand and accept other people where they're at on their journey right Mm -hmm. and you get less about you have to do this. And more like, I understand you, you are a human being that is processing and dealing and on their own journey and in their own time. And when you're ready for this, or you're ready for this, it will be in your timing. And it's not my timeline that matters, right? Everyone is doing themselves the best that they can. The more I show up being myself, loving myself, the more I can love other people. And the more I can help other people be inspired to be themselves. Right? Yes.
0: I love this. And this is also part of why I started, you know, my own coaching journey. I I truly do believe that if everybody would really come from a place of like, this is me and I own up to it and I do what I love, like you said, the world would be a better place.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when, in order to show up as yourself, you have to be really honest with yourself, mm-hmm. right? And when you're honest with yourself, there's a lot of there's a lot of yucky that you have to kind <laughs> of wade through. Because we're not perfect. We're all humans. And as humans, we have areas that we need to work on and that we need to grow and we've made mistakes. I'm by no means a perfect person, mm-hmm. right? I have things that I've done that You know, I'm like, "Uh, ah, that's not me. (laughs) But like, I accepted that I was doing the best that I could in the moment that I was in. I made the decision that was best for me in the moment that I was in. And even when they were mistakes or they weren't really uh, conducive to my future, like, I've learned to accept that I did what I could in that moment. I've learned to understand that I was working on myself even then and just continue to like you know what that's okay love myself through it and show up better and if everyone could go through that process of being like it's okay that i'm human
2: Mm -hmm.
1: right i don't have to be perfect i get to be human i get to be someone who experiences this life just like everyone else that truly allows you to be more loving and understanding and honest with yourself and and it 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 can be uncomfortable right it can Mm -hmm. be I don't want to face that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to remember that, but you can't heal from it if you're constantly running from it. You can't heal from it if you're constantly not like you're constantly keeping it in the back of your head. You have to face it,
2: mm-hmm. sit
1: with it, experience that emotion, and then you get to move on knowing that listen I was human I did the best I could I know better now I understand myself better now why I did certain things or why I showed up a certain way or why I made those decisions and now I get to go into my future with the experience and the knowledge to be better
0: yes and that's what it's all about you know the growth and who we become in the process Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) oh my gosh this conversation is giving me life (laughs) Yay! I get so tired of about this stuff. I really do. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, do you have any last piece of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience? It always comes down to loving yourself. Love
1: yourself so fucking fully yes. that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Come on, let's do it. Let's do that work. <laughs> let's make it happen. Love you. Love you so much. Yes. You deserve
2: everything. <laughs>
1: You deserve everything you desire, but you have to put in the work for it. And to put in the work, you got to love yourself. Got to love yourself. Unapologetically, just keep keep working at that because you're fucking special. Don't let anyone tell you you're not. Show up the way that you are and love every bit of the journey.
0: Amen. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So where can people go to connect with you further in the online space?
1: Uh, yeah, I am on Instagram mostly. You can find me at Daisy Abercorn, um, and then I'm also on Facebook. And I have a Facebook group called Dare to Differ, where I talk about the programs I run, mm-hmm. run special trainings, and and just kind of post some daily motivationals and stuff like that. So those are the two places I'm most active. I love Instagram. I love being on Instagram. I do Instagram stories constantly. So you can check me out there.
0: Yes, go follow Daisy. She's amazing. Thank you so much. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been a great conversation.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message. Leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you.